0: At 1 p.m. HST, I know where I will be. Ukulele Underground Podcast for you and me. Aldrin and Aaron and Kahai. And maybe Magic Mike or a guest on a fly. Ukulele Underground Podcast. Now here's the
1: guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ukulele Underground Podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice. Nakamura, all the way over there. What's up? Yeah, oh, Yes, what's up, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Kahai, the legend. For say what's up, Kahai. What's up, and Mister Magic, Mike Odo,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Funk Master Mad, Funk Magic, Mike Odo, is <laughs> back, like he promised. He said he, last time he was here, he promised I will be here to to uh, to Hear to do songs. to do the songs with you guys. Solidarity. We're all gonna write a song, right?
3: <laughs> I said maybe I'd write a song. I didn't
1: guarantee that he is I said here I'd to, come back. He
3: is here to hear everybody
2: else's <laughs>
1: song. <laughs> because today our um, our songwriting challenge is due so but before we get to that i don't want to jump the gun um what we do here at the ukulele on the ground podcast is we answer any and all of your questions we are live so this is being streamed uh to to youtube or wherever wherever you're watching us from this might be like a a replay or whatever but uh, if you're watching live you can ask us questions about the ukulele about music whatever you want um as long as you understand that we give opinions and not answers so if you have cues we have O's for your Q's, all right? We try well, I mean, usually we come up with a pretty good like yeah. what you would consider an answer, but I don't want to call them answers before we're wrong. You know, it's like, well, that was his opinion. It's like, what's well, a wrong one? It's like, well it is his opinion. <laughs> it's wrong opinion, but <laughs> I it's not gospel, is all we're trying to say yes. here, right? Not gospel. The uh, what what we say <clears throat> here on this podcast it's just based off of our own experiences or just from what we remember correct you know like mm-hmm. uh mass, mass- my- Smile!
2: <laughs>
1: hi i'm mike i want to say magic <laughs> so bad funk master <laughs> funk magic mike over here has been teaching uh has been teaching music for what a couple decades almost a couple decades now you more know than,
3: a little more than a couple decades
1: and uh and for myself i've been teaching ukulele for almost a couple decades uh, alongside mr aaron the voice now Kummer over here and kai the legend is just that a legend around these parts so Indeed. you know just just feel feel comfortable to know that your uh, question will be answered by th- at least four people who have who have gone
3: through something similar. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> people who have picked up instruments Yeah. not recently.
1: <laughs> so without further ado, uh, let's answer some questions. Do we have any questions beforehand? Gentlemen.
4: Uh, yeah, our starting question for you guys. Yes. Oh, okay, uh, so we were thinking um uh, Jude, I forgot how we were gonna word it <laughs> okay oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think is the most overlooked or like some of the most overlooked skills and techniques that not only ukulele players overlook but musicians and especially beginner musicians yeah
2: like
5: when they're first starting out oh what's, what are things what's something that would actually help you on your musical journey mm-hmm. that some people overlook at the very beginning
1: oh easy Um, number one, form, (laughs) (laughs) form. Just right off the bat, if you're holding it wrong, you're probably going to play it wrong, right? <laughs> yep. Right, Mike? Yes. Like, that, goes for it that goes for anything. Treatment. It's not even just ukulele. Like imagine, You know, because flutes are supposed to be held a certain way. Right. Imagine if you played flute this way. like This is not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Or a violin. You're supposed to hold it a certain way. Right. If you don't do that, not going to happen. French horn, if your hand's not in there. It sounds weird. Yeah. That's just just flat out form i for me is like the number one thing and and it's often overlooked but because uh people just want to you know and i don't blame people because that's that's how i did it like you just want to jump in and start playing songs mm-hmm. start playing chords start playing melodies and stuff already so You're just like, okay, well, what is the chords for the song that I want to play? I'm just going to make however I can to make noise with my instrument with those chords that, like, the internet is telling me. So you just go ahead and go do it, not thinking about, like, you know, form. Because if you think about form, you at least know that you're doing correct. Because even, you know, even though, if you have the wrong form, even though you're playing the song and stuff, you're basically just... um, you're 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 just making it to play that song instead of like thinking about, OK, I can play this song and these other songs like uh, because I, I'm, I'm playing correctly. It should uh, I should land. Everything should be comfortable um, that technique should be happening, you know, and, and I can do all these things that I want to do within the song. All right. Uh, number two is phrasing any instrument like I can tell between somebody who just learned their instruments <laughs> and uh somebody who's been playing their instrument for a long time is it, just how they phrase you know and uh and sometimes people who have been playing for a long time have been phrasing wrong for a long time yeah. and you can tell you can tell who like <clears throat> the people who have the feel people who don't have the feel you know and it's it's fine if you don't but that is definitely a skill that you can you know that you can develop and a lot of people overlook that um number uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh,
5: like could you explain like what you really mean oh. by phrasing
1: phrasing is just like um the way that you play the notes how long you're holding each note for and uh and the feel and groove of uh, of each phrase or the line so for example those are two phrases right right Is one phrase that's the second phrase that's another phrase that's mm-hmm. four phrases in that like in that whole solo. So if you were to play it correctly, it'd be. But if you're not phrasing the song, it'd be. It just doesn't have the dynamics. It doesn't have the uh, like holding it for its full value. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the uh, almost like a slur like. You know, just kind of flowing from one note to the other groove that it should have. Right. Um, and like it just sounds are correct. Yeah, the notes are you're correct. They're
5: correct notes.
1: But it's, it's kind of like if you talk like this without having any kind of you know, inflection or anything or cadence, you yeah, know, yeah. like you're saying the right things. Right. But it doesn't sound like a
3: conversation. You it's know? also like, harder yeah. to understand. If someone were to just go like this the whole time and never stop, and they keep going like that, then they don't actually understand what they're saying. It's the same thing if you play like that. Yeah. Yeah. But you're you're saying the right words. I I mean, kind of like you would be saying the right, or you'd be playing
1: the right notes, but it wouldn't necessarily be musical. Yeah. I
4: think, and I think it's like the same thing too with the example that mike just gave it's like you can understand it mm. and but you have to put in more effort to understand yeah. it as and, an audience member yeah or yeah that you're, and, you're and it doing. feels weird yeah and it's not enjoyable right yeah. To just like listen yeah. to somebody talk like that it's right. like oh okay like i understand what you're saying but mm. it's not like
1: a- yeah so i mean that in itself has has groove in there i mean if you don't have groove it's not gonna be phrased correctly that's dynamics that's like attack on the strings all that stuff it's it's rolled up into one which is phrasing and last but not least for me number three is the ability to be able to play with somebody or to Mm -hmm. play along with something you know like Mm -hmm. follow a rhythm or follow a person or uh play in, in some kind of ensemble where like you or another ukulele player or you as a guitar player with another club uh, with the ukulele player bass player, whatever but playing with others is definitely a skill that a lot of people overlook a lot of people just play by themselves and they're like they're really good but once like they they meet up it, it you can tell that like that person doesn't
3: play uh that that absolutely not much with other people and you see that a lot you see that a lot in open mics yes 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 where someone will come and just play solos over Mm -hmm. the top of everybody else (laughs) because that's because they've never been taught hey uh, you should probably leave space for everybody else you should probably let that guy sing the song (laughs) (laughs) but that for me top three things how about you Mike number one would be form as well yeah and the, you know, one thing other that also good form is going to help is your longevity as a player. Yes, I think yes, anybody yes. who wants to pick up an instrument, you hope that you will be playing it. I mean, I hope that you will play it for you your whole life. <laughs> yeah. you, you want to play for your whole life. <laughs> and as anybody who, all, all four of us in here mm-hmm. who have played for a long time will tell you, your hands, your wrists, your back, your neck, all that stuff mm-hmm. like that, man, that yeah. it, it can wear out on you. Yeah. and and you went through that. Yes, yes, you yes. Know, and there's just, not just like
1: one correct form. I mean, there's many, you know, yeah, like many ways form things. is. Yeah. It's not like there are
5: different right. people have different body yes, shapes. And yes, types. yes. So,
1: so it's not one like master form that you got, you know, that you right. gotta have. But figuring out a way to hold and approach your instrument in a way that you can play it. While proficiently or efficiently and, and not and, stressing your
3: body while you're doing yeah. it, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's with, with ukulele, like the yeah. one I always point out is, don't make your wrist do this or this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, you, if you do possible. this or this, that's putting a lot of stress on that yes. carpal tunnel mm. for no real reason because you can obviously move the ukulele around in a way yeah. that doesn't do that. Yeah. So uh, number two, and it's interesting actually because I think it, uh, I think the things we think about. Mm. As what people are missing or Mm. skills, kind of show what era we grew up in. (laughs) Okay. Because Mm -hmm. my second one is listening. Mm -hmm. Which kind of has to do with your third playing along listening. Back in the day, our educational materials for I mean, especially ukulele. Like when I grew up, Mm. the 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 limit of ukulele education was. The kapuna who comes in your class once a week with the box of ukuleles <laughs> yeah. and says, "Okay, children, we're gonna play this one song, yeah. and you were gonna learn like beautiful kawaii or helion 2 kawaii, and that was or something. that was like it. And she yeah, wasn't yeah. gonna like, you know, those aunties. They didn't really yeah. teach you like good form or anything like that. It was like, okay, yeah. and here's the chart. I gotta get
1: through this hour,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it was like, and, and it, you know, you yeah. can't really blame them. They, you know they weren't like trained teachers of that they were mm-hmm. like just lifelong players yeah. who were gonna share you know mm-hmm. uh you know information and wisdom with you but you had to learn to listen to all those things you had to learn to listen to play with other people now it's harder because y- like uh the other part of listening is like a lot of us learn stuff by ear mm-hmm. you have to learn things by ear yep. yeah yeah what that does is it trains your ear to hear things so that if you ever wondered why somebody that you know who's a good musician like you play a song from like two three times and they already have like the structure the kind of Mm -hmm. maybe they'll miss a chord here too but realistically they'll probably get like 80 percent of the song after one or two playthroughs, and then they can just do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's because they listen yeah they really listen and because they've listened to so much other music over you know, their entire life, mm-hmm. they hear those similar structures and they hear those, you know, unifying threads that go through music. we, As we've talked here before, like yeah. you hear this chord progression, two, five, one progression or one, four, five. Mm-hmm. You hear that and it's like, oh, well, it's just that. So, okay, what key are we in? Okay, I can combine those two things and now I can mm-hmm. play the song pretty much. Now in the era of digital skip, 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 skip. skip. Yeah. I'm listening to a song, Skip, 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 skip. It's, you know, in an even, yeah. and even uh, for everybody who, you know, goes online, and I think it's funny that a lot of people will go online and they'll look up a chord chart to a song. And they'll kind of listen to the song, but they'll really just look at the chord mm-hmm. chart. Yeah. Or,
4: or they follow tab, the yeah, tab. And that's where you can tell that they, they didn't learn phrasing from listening yeah. to the song. Yeah because they just play the notes straight, right? Right. And they just just
3: barrel through it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my first exposure was like, uh, you remember when like, While My Guitar Gently Weeps was like the song to play? I think it still is in kind of, you know, some ways. But when people were learning While My Guitar Gently Weeps, like Dominator had a tab out there. Shout out to Dominator. If you guys haven't checked out Dominator's tab, I think it's still up. You can can Uh, still get, he's not.
4: Uh, I think somebody else. Oh, took over oh I the see, site. See, yeah, see, I see, I see.
1: Okay, well, you know, like the, the the tabs are available somewhere if you if you look for it, I'm sure you find it. But um, I you know it, you I would look for. Um, like ukulele content back in you know back in those days ukulele content was pretty scarce like you couldn't find much ukulele content so I would see all these people doing covers of Wama Guitar Gently Weeps and it's obvious that like they got the tab and they're trying to follow the tab and stuff but there's just no phrase to it or no yeah. you know like no not really listening to say like the, uh, the the Jake version I know we none of us can play exactly like Jake but you kind of want to at least like have the you know when you're playing it have it Sound like wow, my guitar or like this well, I mean, the, t- the, the Beatle yeah, version, but you know, the tab they, they were we looking at was yeah. his
3: version. Yeah, so it only makes sense that if you get the tab for it, and if if you, yeah, his... you should probably listen to the guy <laughs> and the actual recording that the yeah. tab was taken from. Yeah, but to be fair, I'm sure people are like yeah, I did
1: I listen. It sounds just like it, and that's that's just a fact that like you haven't really developed that ear I, as as you mm-hmm. should. You yeah. Know?
4: I think what, like, w- how I explain it is, like, yeah. there's a difference between listening and active listening and, like, you're taking apart the song, like, you're deconstructing the song mm-hmm, in your mm-hmm. head rather than, like, oh, I'm listening to a song and I'm just enjoying yeah, it, like, right? it, Yeah, I heard it. That's why, like, everybody listens to songs, right? And then you go, like, oh, what is the second verse of the song? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I only know the chorus, right? I only know mm-hmm. the hooks or whatever. because, right. like, they don't actively yeah. listen yeah. to the songs.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh that's oh, um, a third yeah. one, third. Or remember, you have a third one. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it was form and then listening. Yeah. Listening is good. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna that's really like, important. That. that encapsulates a lot. Yeah yeah. 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 And I think it's something that people do now that they, they didn't necessarily do then. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Slow? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Slow down mm-hmm. in every sense of the word. Yeah. If you're trying to figure out a piece of music that's really hard, yeah. slow down. If you try and le- if you try to learn Toccata at full speed from never having heard it before, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do it. I'm sorry, it that's pretty difficult. Iron sharpens iron, Mike. <laughs> that's true, but the iron has to be smelted and forged
2: first beforehand.
5: Nice,
3: nice. And if you and if you skimp on that part, the sword breaks. <laughs> so, but also in your journey, slow down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all here, we as educators, we are all for setting goals. Mm-hmm. But if you set a goal and then step on the gas to get there, mm-hmm. you will probably take shortcuts. Ones yeah. that will, which go back to the other two, you will skimp on your listening, you will skimp on your form, yeah. you will skimp on your ability to play with other people, yeah. all that stuff like <laughs> that. And then when you get to that goal, so like if the goal was to play while my guitar gently weeps, yes, and you just take every shortcut you can to get there it's just to get the notes. Cool. Maybe you'll have the notes, but then do, what will you be missing? You'll be missing the phrasing. You'll be missing the, 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 all that stuff that Jake throws into it, or, or any good player who plays the song. Mm-hmm. Anybody who can play the song well, they have that. And then part of make, growing as a musician is taking it and making it yours. I've heard you play While My Guitar Gently waves. Yes, you're using his framework, mm-hmm. but you make it your own. You do your own things with it, yeah. Because that's because I know Jake. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, know? you gotta make it work <laughs>
3: somehow, man. I don't even think of it like that. It's like you could be yeah the 35th imitator of Jake, or you could be the first train. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, and, yeah. and 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 on your journey when you're beginning, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of imitation. We mm-hmm. all do it. But eventually, your goal is to be the first real mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you know, so that would be the, that would be the other thing. Slow down, enjoy the enjoy the journey to get, get to it's your true. goals. You know,
1: I I gotta listen to that advice. This uh, all of last week, I was trying to figure out that um, the Stevie Wonder song. Yes, what is, what is that Sir called? Duke? Sir Duke. Yeah. It's trying to figure out Sir Duke, and I was watching. Um, uh, Herbal to Juniors version of it on, on on High Sessions, and I was like trying to play along, and like and I know it, I've heard the song like a million times. I'm just like, huh, why am I not getting it? Like I didn't slow it down, you know. I'm just like <laughs> ah, and I get to that part because I can play everything else, and I can tell the last phrase, and I can't figure out the last phrase. I'm <laughs> like, what is that last phrase? And then. I mean, I would just make the mistake of, like, rewinding it back to the beginning of that, you know, of that breakdown of trying to play it. And then, like, and then once I get to that part and I just fumble, and I'm like, ah, but I don't just go to that part and just slow down uh-huh. and listen to it. Nope, I'm like, no, I'm all dream Guerrero. I should be able to figure this out. <laughs> nope, nope. got to listen to Mike's advice. And you know what I did? Called the lifeline. <laughs> I called Brittany Pye and I'm like, Brittany, you play this song, right? How do you do this?
5: <laughs> See? And, and she slowed it down And she you. slowed it down for me. <laughs> (laughs) so
1: that's that's see the the lesson here is is have good friends
2: (laughs) that helps as well (laughs) that'll do it
1: for you shout out to britney pie but thank you for teaching me (laughs) (laughs) that is that last phrase of it
4: i would say too uh something i was thinking about it ties into Mm -hmm. listening that mike mentioned Mm -hmm. i think people don't tune by ear anymore and Mm. i think that uh while it's not like a necessary skill uh, like it's so easy to buy a tuner now and people just get mm-hmm. free tuners on their phones and everything. And yeah, I definitely use that. But learning to tune by ear, I think really helped me with like pitch, mm-hmm. uh, like knowing pitches and knowing yeah, relative sorry. pitch and mm-hmm. understanding that. And that's just like from practice. And it was like, I was forced because I think I had a tuner, but you, you know, you leave your tuner somewhere. I it's like, mm-hmm. well, I know my G string is in tune, so I can tune the rest of my ukulele. Right. Yeah.
3: Or, you know, like if you, when you were doing it like in the band room or something like that, tell the xylophone player or the piano player, uh, hit an E, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it starts with that. It starts with like matching the pitch. Yeah. And they'll play all the four, all six mm-hmm. notes. And then eventually if you get the first one, then you should that's, be able to hear where the next one goes. That's what I used to do because I used
1: to play. Uh, I
3: used to play with my dad. My dad would play guitar,
1: and I would just be like, "Oh, can you give me a G, like the G string of the guitar?" Because with, with my ukulele, the top string is G, so mm-hmm. just relative to the guitar, uh, I'll hear it. And as soon as I hear that, then I can tune the rest of my ukulele. Right. But I've done it so much now that whenever I hear a G notes, I have like relative pitch, and <laughs> that, that's how I developed my relative pitch. And I'll hear it. I'm like, that's a G. <laughs> I, I, I know it. And like, even without hearing the, um, you know, um, the reference, I can just be like, mm, hum it out yeah. and then there it is, you know, like, and then just tune my ukulele from there because I heard the note G so much times.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Or <laughs> even like, uh, I think people who use a tuner, mm. like what they might not have to is like when they play their ukulele, they just strum through their strings. Like, uh, I know for us, like when we do lessons with people and then they're playing, like, It's pretty quick that me and you, like, if we're doing a lesson with them, right? Like, uh, on Zoom will be like, oh, your E string is probably out of tune. Like we can hear it in the chord yeah, that it's yeah, out of tune. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, a, <laughs> it
1: seems like magic. Like whenever we tell people that, they're like, how'd you know? It's like, how'd it's you know e that's specific it, it, like, I've you can, that? Like you have heard that string. string I've heard that day. chord. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that chord play that same exact way. I know which one, you well, know,
4: and even <laughs> like you can, there's like little tricks too, right? Where it's like, oh, your A string is out of tune because every time you hold on the C, I can hear that it doesn't yeah. match the rest of the notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, it, it's like, a, I, it's so easy to use a tuner, but I think it is worth it if you can kind of build that skill set. It'll, it'll just make you like a better musician to play with other people or to hear if your ukulele is in tune, even. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So that's that's our that's our three. Any? Uh, we'll we'll answer some quick questions and yeah. we'll go to the songwriting challenge. um before I, f- I forget i always like i always get nervous even even if i have like the even if i wrote the song and stuff and i've been mm-hmm. practicing it all week as soon as like i'm about to present it i'm like how does it go and i have to like, <laughs> listen to the recording again it's like oh my god so it's like let's, let's answer a couple questions while I still kind of got it in my mind <laughs> and i was practicing
4: it all morning all right question kai uh okay uh joshua said uh have you ever played a more beta ukulele
1: yeah i played tons um i've played uh i played one that you know that that chuck moore just was carrying around in one of like the ukulele festivals i played suki's one which is a flamingo one i played um Mm -hmm. i played matt's one i played tons of them they're they're great i mean they're built really well yeah and i mean like it's just one guy making them like making one a year or whatever you know (laughs) so like the the amount of um attention to detail that that he uh that he puts in there is is really really good and he's like a master at inlay, like really, really, really good. Chuck Moore is is a talent in inlay work, especially. But his his know, his Uxum pretty good. Um, let's see. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's Rob in
5: the chat said. Yeah, oh yeah, I Rob's did. yeah, Rob's <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
1: I've uh I played I played tons. I like them, you know. But it's it's a hefty price point, though. If if you have the money for it, it's one of those like, um, it'll always have good value. You know, like even if you don't like the ukulele or whatever, if 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 you got one built and you didn't like it, I'm pretty sure like the the, the, the yeah it. the the, yeah, the wait list for for somebody wanting to buy that instrument off of you is uh, yeah. So <laughs> since the the last time I was
3: here, we were talking about ukulele yeah. prices. Yeah about how much do they cost because I don't because I don't 10
1: grand plus buddy we're talking 10 grand plus for real (laughs) yeah it's like Chuck Moore and Divine you know like, like those are the names that like fetch for yeah like over yeah. Ten grand, yeah. yeah. And then
5: Chuck is famous for his inlay work, so yeah, it's not like it basically isn't gonna come up come without an inlay, yeah. Like and you specify yeah. basically what right. you want,
1: so. right? And yeah, it also depends, you know, like how intricate the stuff is. It could be yeah. less than ten grand, but for the most part, like if you know, if you're gonna get one made you're by Chuck, and, like you wanna like yeah, you, know, you wanna I mean, you might as well like you don't want go, the yeah. stock
5: model <laughs> yeah. or like Chuck more, so you want like whatever it's uh,
1: it is it is pretty pricey. They're they're great. I mean, you know they're ukulele at at that price point i think Mm -hmm. like they all kind of have like a similar you know quality to it and um and similar build you know they're not all perfect i'll tell you guys that much it's not like you know because they're at that price point like every single one that i've played was just like you know for lack of a better term divine <laughs>
2: you know it's uh it,
1: it's it's not perfect it's it's just like one dude like making them but they yeah. do look great and uh the ones that i played have you know have sounded pretty good and uh yeah i mean that's just my unfiltered like honest yeah, yeah. opinion oh, about uh, rob, rob yeah. in the
5: chat said um i guess a simpler inlay can be around 5k yeah uh, I'm, I mean, yeah, that's that's 5K. yeah, that's, that's still, lot, $5, still five k. That's still $5,000. And, 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 and you said, know, yeah. I
3: mean, I'm not one to say that it, you know, I just don't know because I've definitely heard of that brand. Yeah. I've just, I've never know seen that. one in person. At least I don't mm. think so. When Rob was here the last time, maybe that was, but I don't think it mm. was.
1: Well, like, like I said, if you're an ukulele collector, I mean, that's the kind of people who would buy those ukuleles anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're going to shell out like five, to 10, Plus, 000. yeah, uh, uh, you know, on yeah. an ukulele, then like, then they're you know, um, that you would have to be like a big fan of uh, ukuleles in general, or like, or a collector collecting right. like rare ones, and that's definitely a rare one, you know, yeah. he because that's that's one guy maybe he makes one two a year or something, like I, I don't right. know exactly, but I, it can't be more than that, you know.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, and I, you know, in every in every realm. Mm. There's definitely instrument makers that are in that range. And it's yeah. it's like you're you're paying you're paying for that too. Yeah. You know, you're you you know Craftsmanship, like there's the, Martin the work Martin, yeah, Martin yeah. guitars that are I remember when I was working at a Martin dealer and I would see like D forty fives or D one hundred like the D one hundred, which is basically their most blingy dreadnought guitar they made, the yeah. list price was a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And oh, I was just yeah. like yeah. What are you getting for a 100- hundred
1: At that point it's like this is the only one that has this feature or that feature. Right? Yeah. It's made by this
3: person yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, like um, that's clout at that point. Yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my best friends I've mentioned yeah. was uh, uh, Dan San He's a uh and Angelo is a Incredible bass player oh, from Utah. We Saw that name he dropped just now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you dropped, dropped him. Thank you
2: <laughs>
3: for the eight people who would know who he is. <laughs> he's having uh, he he's he has it on his Instagram that in the next few in the next couple of weeks yep. he's having his next custom Fodera bass Oof. delivered. Yeah, and Fodera's, for anybody who do not that's know... that's the one with like the the, the butter. It's the one with the butterfly yeah, on yeah, the yeah. head. Side. Yep, the one Victor top. Wooten plays. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and this is going to be like his. Sixth, seventh <laughs> custom um, Federa.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And they they're they're gonna start at like eight, nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars.
2: <laughs>
3: and 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 for most of them go way beyond that yeah. one. Like his first grand. his for yeah. his first Federa that I ever saw was um mm-hmm. this beautiful custom six ring he had made. And just as a joke, he sent me the bill yeah to so I could see it, and it was like twelve thousand mm-hmm. bucks. So now we hear, you know, six bases later, I'm like, all right. Yeah.
2: Dude. <laughs> you know.
3: This this right here, hundred thousand dollars. According to uh <laughs> like, no.
1: it's uh I got it, I sent it to be uh you know, to to have it worked on mm-hmm. and uh, I got I got the um you know I got the ukulele back and inside was like a little note from Khalilea of like about my instrument and it's like oh hundred thousand dollars but it was it was a joke but like (laughs) kaimana just wrote it out as like a hundred
0: thousand dollars and
1: then they they put like zero four artists i'm like oh yeah yeah, nice (laughs) i I kept it i kept the paper for that much
5: i don't think so i think it's just i think they just
1: put that slip that paper in there and just made up a price for Uh, it and stuff i'm like
4: Talking about custom instruments, I always think it's funny or like I would love to, as a joke, I would love to like Mm -hmm. go to Chuck Moore and be like, yeah, I love your ukuleles. Can you make me one out of laminate <laughs> with no inlay, right? I'm sure you have some laying around, right, Chuck? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. could the finest laminate. <laughs> I could I could mahogany. Possibly <laughs> could I do my own cuts of wood, right,
3: from a home <laughs> depot? <laughs> <Yeah>. IKEA. IKEA. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This beautiful pine laminate. It's like uh, uh, the
4: the ikea furniture yeah. where it's like you can see the sawdust coming off from the side
1: <laughs> no it's a hawaiian brand called ikea, oh, okay. <laughs> IKEA.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> all right so uh, hopefully that answers that let's, let's go let's let's do our uh, our song so kahae remind us again what is the songwriting challenge uh so uh, just in general or what is yeah, the actual what challenge is, what is the uh, in general like just for people who are tuning in for the first time they're like what is what are they talking about
4: Yeah, we uh, challenge ourselves to write Mm -hmm. songs and we ask the audience for suggestions for guidelines to what we should write Uh, and we usually throw in our own guidelines or just stuff for fun Uh, and then in a couple weeks we come back with our songs, we play it for everybody but then we also open up to the audience and if you send in your own song uh, Mm -hmm. we'll put your name in a random drawing Mm -hmm. and then send you something like a snack Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was like oh i can make you guys those uh chord, oh, yeah. the, the, the circle of fifths yeah like stuff mm-hmm. and it was like no no no, no we're nice we're just joking thank you thank nice. you for the awkward, yeah but, yeah <laughs> we're just super joking. nice
1: okay so what were the um the parameters for this specific challenge guy
4: the only uh set guideline mm-hmm. was that uh, you had to use a chord cousin mm-hmm. so it's like a chord that's either out of the key or a chord that Uses a note that's mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. in the key, or yeah. not necessarily yeah. with. What was the- that one? Was
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah, it was the F diminished thing.
5: <laughs> no, I mean that was like, like the yeah, F minor like, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
4: I think
1: our only guideline was you have to have a chord cousin. Remember, like from the chord family, like yes. chord cousin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, I usually go first. Let me. Uh, I I wrote an instrumental song that I hope I can remember how to play. It's a. I this one kind of came fast. Like, he always it, remembers. It, uh, it, it came kind of fast to me, and I was inspired by. I wanted to. I knew I wanted to write a song that had um, the Royal Road progression. And uh, and the, what the Royal Road progression is, it's basically um, F G or like it's just four. So mm. in this case, F in in the in the key of C. F major, uh, 4 major 7, G7, seven, and it goes to a, um E minor, and it goes to A minor. So it's that 4, 5, and I believe. Th- three six Mm -hmm. four five three six the roller road progression um i i'm not like an expert on it or anything like but from what uh from what i remember just um that it's basically an an easy road. like it's just you know like that four or five E minor A. The road it's just paved, you know, just paved for you. It's <laughs> road, nice and nice, nice and simple. Um, for for those of you folks unfamiliar, it's like never gonna get never you, never gonna get that's the never first gonna thing that that Yeah, that's that's basically yeah. what it is. But like a lot of like Japanese anime and stuff like that, <laughs> it has has that song. And I didn't realize that um, I used it for a um. Uh, and it fits the whole royal road thing uh, i i did a song called el Baesa, which is like the hero's welcome back to his uh, you know to his uh, to his village or his his home and stuff so i had that yeah uh, the... so I, I did that before and i'm like okay cool and uh, and i I am inspired, so since it's a Japanese kind of, you know, like, um, uh, chord progression, I was thinking about Fulari Pad. So I wanted to make a song that Fulari Pad would play. So here what? we go. Huh?
4: Uh, I'll ask you after.
2: All
1: right. Okay. I don't know what the song is called. Um, it's called... Uh, let's just call it... Fua... Fua f- 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 Pad. Fua... <laughs> Fua... F- <like> fluffy Pad. <laughs> okay, it goes.
5: Song, that, yeah. yeah are like a full song, yeah.
3: That would be, that be on one of their, their albums. albums. So actually, yeah. I I have to say I'm not super familiar with their music, but the one thing I have heard of them yeah. that totally stylistically, yeah. I mean, the, only, the only thing I've ever heard of that yeah. band is the like the three second clip you guys use in ukulele charades. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> It's- and there was something about the lick you played that had like that same <laughs> yeah, vibe. Yeah,
1: the vibe. Yeah. Well, I I wanted Listening. to. Um, so the the royal road progression comes in in the chorus, which is the uh, that big stretch that it has. So I had this F. So it's remember it's F G E minor A minor. So it'd be uh, that F, and then G, and then E minor. So the that's kind of what I came up with first, and I was thinking of like uh, the the royal road you know like there's this like this kind of like the this this i i I have that this vision of the road going and then you're like as you're getting closer to your goal kind of thing so like the goal is kind of far then it gets closer and gets closer Mm -hmm. and then it kind of Mm -hmm. comes together so that's kind of a i wanted to end it like on a minor on the uh, first one Uh and then See. So it's like a nice and easy Royal Road home Fuwa Fuwa pad <laughs> And then what was the, the chord that
5: was Oh sorry
1: um, So there's a part that goes mm-hmm. So it's like a E7 Which is usually uh, E minor in the uh, In yeah. in mm-hmm. the chord family And then I did um, D So it's a major, major 2 And I did a major 3 so here. yeah major mm-hmm. one, two, and three <laughs> no minors here all all easy railroad all legal <laughs> but On- yeah um, if you guys are interested in it ch- check it out I'm not like an expert at it but I just like that chord progression that sound and <laughs> ro- I wrote to it so yeah
4: there's a joke in like with Japanese music or a meme yeah. where it's like me and my homies dancing to a Japanese song <laughs> when it's about depression because <laughs> <laughs> it's like so bossy yeah yeah, yeah. Is like, oh, this is actually the saddest thing ever. <laughs> I was gonna ask too, did yeah. you write that before or after you went to the bone dance? Oh, hmm.
1: Well, there wasn't a bone dance, but there was like a Matsuri, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. maybe you're right. Like, I, maybe that's how I was thinking Japanese yeah, yeah. music because I just came on the Matsuri last weekend, yeah. which is when I wrote it. So,
2: huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess I was <laughs> really picking up some, like the uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, listening, <laughs> yeah. but it, it came kind of fast. Like, as soon as I got that, you know as soon as I got that part, I'm like, oh
4: yeah, full out of pan. Easy. Very much like them. Okay. This, this song is about depression and working <laughs> in the rice fields, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, this is my song.
2: Thank you.
1: In the beginning i was expecting like drums of liberation from, from, from you guys but hot dang that was really good That was really good and love the at the moment that the, like the chord cousin came in i was like Ooh,
4: that's the one. well playing. like i i tried mm-hmm. to one of the mm-hmm. other uh mm-hmm. guidelines or like bonuses for the challenge mm-hmm. was like write an e mm-hmm. and I, I was like oh, okay i can do that like because i'm not gonna sing this song so i'll just like write mm-hmm. in whatever key i want and i what i did to pick up chords at first was i just went online and i did i rolled dice <laughs> and then so i think i rolled uh five five two one or something like that mm. oh. <laughs> and then so i it's like b, b uh g sharp minor so that's a three and then mm-hmm. e that's the chords mm-hmm. at the beginning mm-hmm. uh and then so i i plugged it in and i was like doing adding more stuff to it and then like halfway through writing the song i realized. The song is in B. It's <laughs> not in E. I was like, oh, dang it. There's an E in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the B is, like, so oh. prominent. And then, like, I was trying to write melodies in E and I was doing stuff. And then when Mm. I just, like, played B over it, I was like, yeah, this is definitely Ah. (laughs) That's right, because it goes, like, I guess, 1, 1, and 6, 4, I guess? So, like, the very, like, mm. the part that it switches, Mm. it actually switches to C. Like, it just Mm. switches the whole key. Nice. Uh, But, like, the chord cousin in it is that to get to that switch, I do uh, A7 and then to an E minor. So, Mm. like, really quick, just like that. And then in the actual... Switch to C. Uh, you gave that example of like playing the C chord and then just like changing the G note, right? Like mm-hmm. adding notes to it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did the same thing, where like the bass note is just like ascending or descending chromatically. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like also chord yeah. cousin too. Yeah. I like
1: the um. I, I don't know if it was like a cello or like uh, like a double bass, like <laughs> the but with with the bow, like oh, mm-hmm. and like that gave a nice little
4: like i tried to do like uh my idea Mm -hmm. too with this was like to kind of play with like the spacing of the song Mm -hmm. so i wanted to start off with like that really low bass note Mm -hmm. and my speaker did okay but like uh if you listen to it in headphones it's like a sub bass Mm -hmm. and it's just Mm -hmm. like really low uh but then also have that those like really high notes with Mm -hmm. like uh, more synthesizer kind of sounding and then violin on the highs too and double
1: bass what what kind of headphones would you recommend to people kai <laughs> uh,
4: the headphones that
1: i use if yes, price was no object. price is no object kai <laughs> which headphone would you suggest for I people mean, to get to listen to this song in particular yeah. it's in
5: the chuck moore territory
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no uh, if price is no no option yeah. like you know you don't have to worry about price yeah you wish it was in the Chuck Moore territory, Oh snap! Because yeah. yeah. there, yeah, there's like the Sennheiser HE1, uh-huh. and I think that goes for like maybe sixty thousand. Uh, so like the the, the custom
3: Martin territory. see, see see. We're gonna get into the custom car territory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you've been in a uh, big recording studio before, and yeah. And those Apex, studios, yes. and those studio speakers, yeah. Now that's when. You i want to... to steal everything from that suit like i just you know
1: <laughs> mean, like i i got i got an invite inside from jake and like uh, i think i joked around like would with, uh, with him i'm like would people notice if i put stuff in my pocket <laughs> like, like don't like, do that don't even joke about that, <laughs> joke about that. somebody like, will tackle just you. just kidding <laughs> you know he's like yeah that microphone is like barbara streisand used. it it was like 50 grand or yeah, 60 yeah. grand or yeah, whatever like, it's oh, for also real? 40 years old yeah, yeah. Like, so, real.
3: Uh, how dang <laughs> Yeah, how, when I see stuff like that, and yeah. it's like Genelec, mm. you know, these monitor speakers, just like absolutely perfect. You can hear like pin <laughs> drops. It's like, oh, these are amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're only, you know, like $200,000 for the pair. It's like, god, oh, dude. <laughs> Jeez, you know. You know? What, what's,
1: if you could go to any studio in the world, which one would you go to? Any studio? Ooh. Any studio? I mean, probably Abbey Road. Nah, that's a good one. Electric Ladyland for me. Mm. Yeah, Electric Ladyland. And Abbey Road is a close second. Very close <laughs> yeah. second. Electrically land. It's like, I just, you know, I just want to make noise
3: in that place. <laughs> All right. Oh, good job, Kai. Be a second, a good second one. The original Motown studio. Okay, in, yeah. In Barry yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Gordy's house. <laughs> yeah, Barry yeah, Gordy.
1: Yeah. Hey, Kai, good job.
4: What do you call that? Uh, I kind of, I mm-hmm. named it a Sweet Pop in my mm-hmm. project file. And... Kind of like the idea, too, that I got from it, or like who I was taking it from is a composer. Mm. I forget his name, but he composed for uh, an anime movie called Words Bo- Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. Mm. So I was like thinking that, Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Right on, man.
1: Okay, Harry. Right. Or Mike, do you want to go? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
5: okay so yeah. um so yeah one, one of the bonuses was goldfish mm-hmm. and so like I, I started writing a song i really wanted to write a song about like goldfish crackers
0: oh, okay you know <laughs>
5: uh, and i was, so I was trying to figure out how yeah. i could do that like maybe like a song about like being a kid and like opening your lunch box and like that's like your favorite thing but mm-hmm. it just wasn't coming out so um so this song is like sort of from the perspective Mm -hmm. of a goldfish but um it applies to everyone (laughs) it's a a metaphor (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so
0: it like to swim in the ocean i don't know but i got a voice that tells me what but i got a voice that tells me what it would be wonderful if i could find my way out of this bowl okay, let me try that one more time <laughs> um, one two three Like to swim in the ocean, I don't know But I got a voice that tells me it would be wonderful If I could find my way out of this bowl (laughs) I wanna ride up to the filter and open overflow Into a world where anything could be possible Reverse my bubble saying you'll never go Cause everybody's singing, that's it that's all This life is just about the colored gravel The more you get you know the more you got Don't quit it all Be content with your plastic castle They say it's everything you know it's not I could never figure What's so valuable about a treasure chest that can't even lock up gold? It bubble's open for all to see. Same as for the millions of people who never know just how the purpose of their lives can be malleable. It could be anything you wish it would be. But everybody's singing, that's it. That's all This life is just about the colored gravel The more you get you know the more you got Don't quit It all Be content with your plastic castle They say it's everything you know it's not a lifetime of ignoring, finally listen to the song, your heart is singing, don't let it all be a life of chasing colored gravel, the time you get is all the time you got, This life is more than just a plastic castle. You could be everything you know you're not. Sorry. <laughs> What's it like to swim in the ocean? I don't know. But I got a voice that tells me it would be wonderful if I could find my way out of this boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing,
1: amazing, amazing. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. So unpack that for us. Aaron. <laughs> so yeah. so
5: um, that the first suggestion yeah. that we got was F diminished. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like, so chord. I chose the key of uh G flat mm-hmm. because it has that it. F diminished yeah. in it that's part of the the key chord family here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I used um what uh, it is like a uh, minor four, yeah. yeah. Minor four. Yeah. I also yeah. use the minor five. Yeah,
1: during the um.
5: And during the bridge.
1: During the bridge. Yeah, which is so good. Yeah, the, loved it. The E chord is not in <laughs> in it at all. I was like, please talk about that second half of the bridge. So,
5: uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that. So it goes. Minor goes, five. <laughs> uh, yeah. It goes back to the four. Now. Yeah. Four minor. Back to the one. Yeah. Minus 5 Minus 5 And then the Ooh. E Which isn't even there But it's the 5 of the 4 Yeah, yeah. And brings it back yeah, to yeah. the Yeah Yeah so
2: think oh. you Cause,
5: Cause
1: it's, it's like It's the 4 to the 4 Going to the uh, Yeah Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. yeah. We're, we're, yeah.
4: yeah. We're, did, So when you're picking out those chords Do you like Use music theory To like Think about like What would make sense Or was um, it just like Playing and trying it out And
5: singing? Yeah no mm. I think At first, like, I I came up with the main chord progression first because I really, uh, like, I I started off with a key and then that diminished. And then from there, I was just, like, playing around with chords and I got that Mm -hmm. first, the the main chord melody first. And then um, the song, like, I was writing to it and trying to figure out melodies for Mm -hmm. it and it was sort of coming out. And then I, like, at one point, I scrapped it and then i i I came up with that progression where it was like um it goes from that the g flat Mm -hmm. and then it went to that Mm -hmm. straight Mm -hmm. to that uh the minor five five. and then to the e and to the four Mm -hmm. so i was gonna write a song Mm -hmm. with that chord progression instead Mm -hmm. and then um what as i was working on both songs i
1: just like stuck them together Ah. (laughs) yeah I love so, that. It's like the f- minor five to the four. Because, like, the four of that G flat is that B, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, so the four of that is the is E. Is the E. Yeah, so so it's it's usually of it's you hear like five of, five, five of the five that goes to yeah, the one, yeah. but you had minor five, then you went to yeah, the four, and a... four of the yeah. four. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but it was it <laughs> like, a caveat. It was a caveat. Yeah. It wasn't like
5: I was like, I consciously thought, like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. It was no, like, no that's,
1: that's what you did. You just say
5: that's what you did.
2: <laughs> it was impressive. more
5: like I was just playing around with chords, and like, yeah. these chords sound great. Uh, like, I'm, yeah. I think I'm going to go in this direction instead, and then that wasn't really working. Uh, and so I stuck it in the bridge, and then, it, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just kind of He came Paul mccartney did. it.
1: Mm-hmm. Does no music theory, just <laughs> played what sounded good.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I asked that question because we had a question earlier. Yeah. And so Jaden said, like, is starting a key change with the five chord uh, of the desired key to change the only way to do a key change? No, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Ways. But you it's just, a common it. way. Yeah, <laughs> it is common. Yeah, yeah. you can no. just Next jump
1: question. to the uh, yeah, <laughs> just jump to the new key if you want to. Unless you know, or, people who uh, who do Broadway do it all the time. Like, you yeah. either can can sing that or you can't. Yep. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like <laughs>
4: it is more common, or mm. like. You know, if you have a lot of music theory knowledge, maybe you can like pick out exactly like, okay, I want this to function like this, so I'll use this Mm chord. But I think a lot of times it is just like like Aaron did, right, where you just play chords and it's like, well, those two chords sound good together, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna Mm -hmm. play them. Yeah, Yeah. I was listening
5: to um, Islands in the Stream. Mm. Yeah, like the Dolly Parton. Oh, okay, 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 um, okay. okay, okay. Who
0: is that? Who is the? Oh, it's Barry Gibb. The no.
5: It was Dolly Parton, Kenny, and
1: Kenny, Ro- Kenny, Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah, is Kenny there. Rogers. Yeah, that I was gonna the say Loggins. So I'm like, that's
3: not Loggins. like, I that's just
1: wanna it. see Loggins because Mike is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's not Loggins. Like, but in yeah.
5: that song, it's like when they jump uh, yeah. from from the, the male vocal to the female it's vocal. It's like two different keys, yeah? Huh? Yeah, and it's not even related keys, mm. and they just go. Yeah, they don't do a
3: transition or anything, they just go. Yeah. I think it's a lot of how you go mm-hmm. too. So to, to pull back to something we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier, phrased correctly, you can do, you can either make a dramatic jump yeah. mm-hmm. or you can have a passing chord in between. It's how you phrase that motion that makes it make sense or not. Because mm-hmm. you could definitely change keys dramatically even with a passing chord, but if you do it in the weird a weird place, mm-hmm. it's gonna be jarring to the ear. And if you do it correctly, you could go to any key you want, anywhere with no prep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Still, you can, but you can figure out how to make it work. Yeah, and pleasing mm-hmm. to the ears. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or nice.
4: like that's also, but like making it jarring is also a technique to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, up to for, you to figure yeah. that
3: part yeah. out if that's what you want to
4: do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I I mentioned probably because that's for me like the most impressive because like for me in order to change keys I have to have some kind of like. A reference note or chord or whatever but those people just like just they just get gold. it like how the heck
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah I was
1: watching like what, the last one like Lion King I think like the you know when it came to Bob Blaisdell uh-huh. I was like how like <laughs> how the heck do you just
3: go from key to key jumping around you know yeah how the heck so good I, I think I, I think for a lot of singers that I've worked with who, mm-hmm. who can who do that yeah it's that it, they don't even register it's a key change it's yeah. just that's how the song that's, of the, song. that's the note that's yeah. just the note i'm going for <laughs> yeah so yeah. yes the key is changing behind you but it's yeah. almost like you're thinking about the note you sang before yeah and then it's the new note and whatever crazy. that error is yeah. you just hit that crazy mm-hmm. yeah
4: yeah so, i i watched a video breakdown mm-hmm. of a japanese song and mm-hmm. this guy he said like. The chord pattern is actually the same throughout the whole song, mm-hmm. but to ch- di- differentiate like the verse and chorus, mm-hmm. it's in different keys. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's where they like just jump right from one key to the other. Yeah. and it is in that case, it was like intentionally jarring where they're like, "Whoa, we're mm-hmm. in like a totally different place," and but the singer is just on it; they just mm-hmm. go straight to it. So. Yeah.
3: A lot of it has to do with the person singing. Yeah, yeah. Mean, if they can pull it off. That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's it, why you amazing. know
1: like I mean how many people are trying to make it on Broadway and how many people are actually like, doing actually stuff. making it? On Broadway. You have to be like the 00001 percent, <laughs> you know, yeah, in order to be uh, chosen for something, and that's why they're that good.
3: Yeah. So those are our songs. Hey, great job, everybody! Like that lady who came to see us you on Wednesday, made it on Broadway. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: She Lynn. Wow, she like legit was like you know was, like, she was, was a, yeah
3: she was like a, a Broadway person. She oh I forget the name of the character, but she was like the nurse, the main nurse in South Pacific. Wow, oh. she did a few other shows, with that. she said she did that one for the longest. Yeah. Wow, she was in that show for like six years or something. Like that. Uh, I don't remember. It was a long South Pacific.
1: It's it's the the origin story of uh, <laughs> people in Hawaii. Right? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> would you say that, Mike? I would definitely not
2: say that.
1: <laughs> You're canceled. You canceled it. All the kanakas. <laughs> all right. Um do we have any uh questions that, that we missed? We can answer some more questions. We're you know yep. we're yeah, here we for a little so. bit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh so Oh, before we have while you're doing that mm-hmm. if anybody wants to uh, wants to send in there this is this is the part where you guys show a song that you are uh, that you write so basically the parameters are just write a song with one chord that's not in the chord family don't know what chord families are you can you can check out our uh, our video on it over at ukulele underground or uh, on this very YouTube channel I'm sure we have it buried somewhere uh, chord families look for chord families it'll basically explain all all the chords that sound good in a certain key okay so you have to just pick one chord that's outside of that key and make it work with your song um, you can do other stuff like write a song about a goldfish or key of e or whatever else was you know was was in that um, you can check the um, I guess UU plus forums right for the um, for the guideline or you can check two three weeks ago um, yeah. podcast to right. uh to check out the um, or I guess you can just put it
4: below right of this post uh, usually i put put it in the the actual post just so it's not yeah. like cluttering up the the uh youtube post but mm. yeah it's it's open there it's available yeah. for free
1: okay 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 so make sure you, you make sure you check that out um and you know we'll we'll pick we'll pick one uh, out of all the submissions that we get we'll pick one we'll just send in something nice A nice small snack perhaps mike's glasses you do not part with <laughs> those or you don't need those <laughs> you None know we're one. desperate for things to can't give yukes away you know we don't have i, don't I wish we had of here year, you know <laughs> <laughs> but maybe your hat you don't need that right um, it's not like you wear that
2: every this day
3: this is a sacred what are you talking about <laughs> do
1: you want know those pat's hats <laughs> when, what? Pat, when pat sajak not pat St. Jack when pat morita was still making hats no do
2: you know one of those pat
1: hats because i remember um i would have who's that who's that guy that played with us uh when when we were in middle school, there's like a sax guy who played like a, a soprano sax. He's a he's a famous sax player. who played with our jazz band. You were there. Uh, Chad Nishimura was that uh, was cutting heads with him.
3: Played play soprano.
1: Yeah, it's the first time I saw a curved soprano sax. I was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. anyway. Not really that important, but I have something you should think about okay. if you do remember. Um, so uh, send it into where Kai.
4: Uh yeah questions at google underground you can questions dot there it is I had to shimmy for it
1: questions <laughs> 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 don't forget the S questions <laughs> at ukuleleunderground.com, and uh, you can send your, your songs there and uh, you can you can post it on um, on the U Plus forums you can send it however you want but that's the email to send it to Kahai will compile all the uh, all the videos all the songs that we get uh, we'll put it in the wheel next next week or the week after or whatever whenever we get to it and uh, we'll we'll give a nice prize to somebody okay um, with that said, let's go out with the questions, buddy. I know we're, you know, just, just, we usually we're out of time, but something nothing else after this, right? It's not like my kid needs to be picked up from school. Mm-hmm. We can ask <laughs> some oh, more wow. questions. <laughs> okay. wow. uh,
4: Groovy Girl says, yeah. what does it mean after all the strings are tuned, but on some chords it sounds wonky?
2: Mm,
1: it means that your intonation is off that's that's basically what it means so it means if all the strings i mean if, if i'm understanding correctly if all the strings are in tune when you you know when they're open but when you play a chord it sounds wonky that means um one or more of your strings is playing uh uh off tune the intonation is is not is not true because on, the, on, that, on specific that specific note. string so yeah. you know sometimes like when as you go up the neck it gets sharper uh, perhaps uh, it can be you know it can go lower it can go flatter so it just it just depends how you're you know your setup. it can be uh it can be a um, humidity thing, it can be a, a nut and saddle thing, it can be a string thing. There's many reasons that could be causing the, the intonation yeah. problems. I know you see this all the time you yes. because you sell ukuleles. And because you are selling economy ukuleles, a lot of them have that same problem. So for mm-hmm. example, if I were to play A, right? So this is A, and pretend that's in tune because I don't know, I didn't tune my ukulele before then. Somebody said that like, oh, you should, don't be lazy, tune your ukulele. Yeah? Once, once you reach forty years old, <laughs> you know, as old as I am, <laughs> you are just like, yeah, you know what? It's close enough. <laughs> so, uh, if this is A, this should be the same note. So usually, what I do is I play the uh, play the harmonic to you know in, in place of the open string, and I would play that same note. Notice how that's the same note. It's in tune. But sometimes it could sound like this. Yeah. Not what's same, like no. what's what's not, you know, not in, in in tune, basically. The intonation is off. So what that means, it's playing higher as you went up the uh, the, the frets. So if you even if you were in tune, you play you played the G, that G will still not sound in tune because this A string is off. And that could be, you know, that could go across all your strings. If if anything, if it's a uh, if it's a saddle problem, if it's a nut problem, that's something that could you know that could happen. Uh, also, if it's a string, like I said, if it's a string problem, nut problem, saddle problem, uh, humidity problem, what yeah, else could yeah, be causing yeah. that, Mike? Might... Old strings.
3: Yeah, Those old strings would old strings would be my first because yeah. unless you've noticed this was a consistent problem that you've always had with this yeah, ukulele. Yeah. If it's that, then it's probably the setup. Mm. But if your ukulele used to play in tune mm. and now it doesn't. I would check to when the last time you changed strings was, because yeah. I think that's yeah, that would yeah. probably it, be the first it, it, thing that you do. Yeah. Change it would be, strings. and it's the easiest one to fix. Yeah, because mm-hmm. any other issues you have with it are gonna get a little bit more, mm. you know, in, labor intensive to, yeah. to fix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when
1: you uh, when you buy an ukulele, there's that word uh, that buzzword, like, which is setup. That's part of the setup. So if you're buying your ukulele um, with it set up for you, meaning that they check the intonation, they uh, they already changed their strings and stuff, it's set up ready to be played. Intonation should be relatively, you know, well, right? Like right. that's kind of uh, that's what you would uh, expect from from a uh, ukulele that's been set up. So whenever you hear that word, setup it's that's what it means so i know like um like people like uh hawaii music supply will offer like uh, free setups and stuff and um and i think mim does it too like you know sets it up for you before they send it out that's what you should expect you should expect it to like out of the box play you know play in tune intonation should be good they worked on it the um the i guess the heights of the strings and Mm -hmm. uh, um the
4: action, the action like
1: the, I guess would be the action uh, that should be all good should be set up that's part of that but yeah. that's what it means you know if uh, if you tune your ukulele but it's still not playing in tune
5: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. one other thing that it might be is that you might be gripping too hard or pressing down too hard. yeah yeah I guess so yeah cuz like if you're if your frets especially if your frets are set yeah. high
3: yeah then it's yeah, possible
5: yeah. that you can press down Too on the string and make it sharper
3: and yeah yeah, yeah, make... yeah, yeah. but you're you almost know? bending the string yeah because that yeah. travel
1: if it's high that means that string has to travel pretty far to get to uh to get in contact with your fretboard
4: yeah yeah, yeah so. so
1: but she said that it's a newish
5: kamaka so yeah. that
4: probably wouldn't i wouldn't be a... but i would mm. i would still change the strings even if it's yeah, just a new I, kamaka yeah. to you because mm. uh they could have set it up but left the strings on in a store for a while mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and especially if you're getting it sent to you from someplace else yeah like just a change in humidity yeah can change. yeah and make sure that yeah.
5: you're, you're you're within the humidity range that yeah it that's why be. i said that first because uh yeah.
4: I've, I've had
1: that issue where like i mean a horror story, you know. Like I've uh, I've left ukuleles in like in the car, and it's pretty hot here in Hawaii and stuff. And that's when I would get intonation issues with some of my ukuleles because I would just leave them in the car. Now, no longer change. do that. It's yeah. it's like a really really bad thing because it bakes your ukulele inside there, you know. And uh, and I was noticing you know intonation problems because of that. The humidity just like just did a number on it, and I had to get it full on like worked on and reset up to make it again but it doesn't matter if it's like a name brand kamaka ukulele or if it's like a kala ukulele or a makala ukulele any ukulele can run into some intonation problems yeah, yeah, so I'm it doesn't as, yeah you know no 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 no, no. even so a ten
3: thousand dollar ukulele. yeah
1: don't just assume that like oh but it's a kamaka it should no. that yeah. it, it's and
3: every ukulele is yeah you know yeah and it's susceptible to, yeah. It. yeah yeah it's how you treat it yes if you treat it if you treat it without a lot of care mm-hmm, mm-hmm it will go or off. Or just on that,
1: it. or you could care for it, but then the strings are bad. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or you I could mean, care for it, but like maybe the, uh, you know, the, um, yeah, the, the nut's a little too high or whatever, yeah. or it's just not, or a the little. saddle is not compensated, but then it needs to be, there's like so much stuff that you
3: that know, that be, You know, that reminds me is Once yes. you said that. Yeah. Something else that can affect this right here at the at the nut mm-hmm. is if your strings are somehow sticking in the nut, Mm. The drag on that yeah. can force it, it out of tune. Doesn't it let it vibrate. Yeah, yeah. So what you want to do is, uh, actually, you can just uh, loosen your string so you can, do it and take a pencil,
2: mm-hmm. and, 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 and and just write, and yeah. and just basically it, scratch yeah. into so the nut. So you
3: you basically mm-hmm. coat it with the graphite, which is very slick. Yeah. And the string will actually move easier within the nut, wow. and that could assume, that could fix some of the problems. Mm-hmm. yeah
4: I would oh, say yeah. an that's, a, that's a that's a MacGyver stuff <laughs> yeah I think like if you're changing your mm-hmm. strings anyway you can just put it in while you're changing mm-hmm. your strings oh, absolutely. and it should mm-hmm. help regardless yeah. so it's just better mm-hmm. but then I also wanted to say that there's no such thing as perfect intonation so no, 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 no. if you think like oh I'm like a couple cents off when I play the 7th fret or something it's like yeah you're trying to get it as yeah. good as possible yeah, yeah. where when you play like if you played a bar chord on the seventh fret, mm-hmm. all of the notes are like slightly off, but because they're all slightly off in the same way, that they sound like together. not noticing. Yeah, not
1: noticed. Right. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to be honest. Like every time I get this, I talk about intonation and I do mine, there is like a part of me inside that I'm like, oh my God, please play <laughs> it too. like, God, it just be at, like on any given day. It could just be like the humidity for that day and it could they get like three cents off and I'd be able to hear it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, please play it too. Yeah. It's uh, oh. one thing. One oh thing, God.
3: <laughs> yeah, one thing to note about intonation yeah. is that instruments i mean as you know humans who build instruments yeah. nobody has figured out how to build a perfectly in tune instrument really yet mm-hmm. everything you do is a compromise in one way or the other yeah mm-hmm. you know what other i mean other than midi
5: <laughs> yeah i mean that,
3: that's really the only way electronically you can generate tones yeah. that are perfectly quote unquote in tune yeah. anytime it has to pass through a physical medium yeah uh like with strings you talk about resonance and everything you think mm-hmm. about that and intonation but uh, a, an old teacher of mine explained it in a way that was actually kind of interesting is that if you had a perfect string that would mm-hmm. be perfectly in tune and ring out, mm-hmm. right? It would have length but no mass.
5: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Which is impossible. Yeah. It, it yeah, doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah.
3: The instant you have any mass, mm-hmm.
2: it's then messing it's, with it, already. Then within <laughs> yeah. it yeah, yeah.
3: Because at that point, mm-hmm. you're acting, it's acting like a bar clamped at two ends mm-hmm. rather than a string. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know what I mean? That's why you'd have an infinite length because there's nothing ho- clamping it on either end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no mass. So it would vibrate freely forever. The instant you do this, this is not, it's a string, but it's actually acting like a, a tube of plastic mm-hmm. that you have clamped on both ends. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what's preventing it from oh. vibrating perfectly in the way yeah. we're thinking of. That's why you can't have perfect intonation with mm-hmm. any string instrument, but. You just you come as close as you yeah, can yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just do what you do and it takes so long.
1: <laughs> I uh <laughs> I set up my own ukuleles and it takes so long. <laughs> and like and sometimes I, I can't help it. I just have to go to the gig with like a you know with it's partially set up. And during the gig, I'm like visually frustrated, <laughs> like oh my god, I'm not performing as it should. But then like lately, ever since like the um the, the tour, I've kind of I've got it down, and I've just not looked as uh, as grumpy on stage <laughs> as I used to. I used to be so grumpy because I'm like oh the E is just not as loud as I would like it, or the the A is playing just slightly flat, or whatever
4: it may be, you know. It goes back to us talking about, like, playing, learning by ear and mm-hmm. really getting your ear training mm-hmm. down. When you, you get it down, and, like, that's why they say musicians can make any instrument sound good. Mm-hmm. A musician, like, if there's an intonation problem mm-hmm. and they know that, they'll play it off to make it in tune uh-huh. yeah, with yeah. the rest of the group or yeah. with themselves
1: a good one of that is like uh if you watch me and uh me and matt do our do our you know like our, our the Matt's concert like i was playing an ukulele It might have been this one but i think it was playing the a was playing slightly flat and you could you could see like i'm like bending it a little bit to compensate yeah. for the flatness of that string yeah. and it's like little subtle things or i would be purposely avoiding like the higher
4: frets uh-huh. so
1: that it's not so obvious
5: yeah you know? like, it's because it, we went into an air-conditioned room yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so like
4: even that 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 is a great example because it was like you had that instrument set up for you right but yeah. it was just because we went from like uh, not
2: air
3: conditioned yeah, to it's air an conditioned. AC room all day a yeah. hundred thousand dollar
2: instrument
1: even then see your even newish then. kamaka versus this hundred thousand dollar kanilea ukulele speaking of which kanilea mahalo for uh, for, for making, making the ukulele underground world go round <laughs> I've already explained this past Friday and uh, I mean aside from our lovely lovely UU plus subscribers who keep the light on, who keep (laughs) us doing this. You know, we're doing this because of our lovely, beautiful, angelic, (laughs) saint-like patrons. And not for Patreon, but our patrons of Ukulele Underground, the people who are signed up for UE+ thank you one million times um you know I, I i always try to count my blessings and you guys are definitely on the top of that list uh thank you for for allowing us to do what we do allowing us to play music allowing us to teach music teach the ukulele to you folks mahalo and, and for for anyone who's ever had a subscription uh may it be current or in the past thank you for you know believing in us and pressing those buttons that, that yeah. you know that uh that say that you support us thank you, and if, if you want to, ukuleleunderground.com if you're like oh i didn't know that you you know that we could support you in in that way ukuleleunderground.com and and i and i read the email today i can't quite be making announcements yet i was going to (laughs) make announcements today but uh (laughs) i guess i'll wait till next week to make certain announcements but uh for those of you you plus subscribers you should already know what i'm talking about that um yeah get in on that before you know before we make it uh public for for everybody and um yeah if people who you know who've uh who've signed up for UU Plus plus um and and have done stuff like the live coaching the private lessons we uh, we see their uh, their improvements and makes us very 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 happy to uh to be able to help people um in their journey of the ukulele find what they're looking for and be able to play the songs that they've always wanted to play so uh with that thank you guys for believing in us and uh and kanelea ukulele for take you know we were um those people don't know kane ukulele acquired us a couple years back uh we were just some nomads like wandering through the <laughs> deserts you know without a, a with, without map or water <laughs> you know and here they came with with the uh with, with, an, with an ice cold coca-cola <laughs> and and allowed us to keep doing this so mahalo to uh to, to Kanilea ukulele so whenever you guys see Kanilea anywhere or whatever or you know follow them on instagram like their posts and just thank them for uh for for making sure ukulele on the ground keeps us light on and keeps running so thank you to uh to everyone who makes this thing go yeah absolutely and uh and why not pick up a kanilea ukulele right kahai where can you get those uh
4: from shop
1: shop.ukuleleunderground.com pick up a kanilea ukulele uh that i handpicked you know mm-hmm. like uh which alongside our, our ukulele underground overlords uh we we handpicked them at And we made sure we got some nice choice ones, especially the Aldrin Guerrero models. So if you guys want a Kanye Le Ukulele with Master Grade Koa, that's how you get them. And also, you can get them locally here on Kauai, right? Ah, you could. yeah, There is a place where, when, There's a place <laughs> I recall
3: Scotty's music Not too big In fact, it's, it's kind too, of across the street like from a, Walmart <laughs> <laughs> And it is kind of small It's pretty small Yeah, that's Scotty's what, music Rick, That's Scotty's where I work Scotty's music, yeah And where is that? What city is that located on the island of Kauai? It's in the city of Lihue So if you are coming to visit our mm-hmm. beautiful island here It's five minutes from the airport mm-hmm. Stop on in yeah. And take a look We have an Algerian Guerrero mm-hmm. model set nice. up just like his, just like how his I, yes. signature strings, yep. everything like that on our wall. Intonation good? As far as I can tell, so far. <laughs>
2: OK, <Whew. laughs> Very um, nice. And can
3: they see you there? Yes, yes, I am there uh Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. And between I'm 11 there and 4. <laughs> I he, yeah, whenever he's, he's there. He's <laughs> and I do not work there. No. <laughs> I'm just there. He just goes to hang out with
1: I just, friends, eh? I do. And sometimes people are like, wait, are you the guy? I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm, you know how there's, like, mall rats where people just, like, <laughs> hang out at mall but don't buy anything? I'm like, I'm like a
3: music store rat. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. there playing piano.
2: <laughs> They're like,
3: That's not true. He yeah. buys stuff all the time. Doesn't ask for discounts or
2: anything like that. <laughs>
3: uh, he, is, he is a patron of our store. Uh, Thank which you. we appreciate. Thank you. Thank no, you.
4: it's because uh, <laughs> when we buy stuff from Mike, it's like I'm adding on, I'm <laughs> slapping on a fee, right? <laughs> But yeah, I just you know like I I, I
1: just realize we do we do have to count our blessings you know like and and I'm glad that I I get to wake up and do this and you know and, and see see Mike at work see Aaron and Kahai and be able to just write songs for you folks and be able to like hang out and and talk with you guys live this is a this is a huge privilege and I thank you folks so much for uh, for leaving us yeah you know and uh and i would like to do this for a lot longer <laughs> so please check out ukulele on sign up for uu plus that's how to keep the uh keep the light on here at ukulele on the ground or we could just not we just shut the whole thing down
0: <laughs> no. burn it's on YouTube <laughs> okay our YouTube will no, no, no.
5: No, oh, still be around so you, all the play along yeah, that's so. <laughs> true that's
1: true no, I'm just joking yeah, but okay. for, for I'm not joking about the part where like you guys should totally sign up for U Plus though
4: before yeah. we turn off the lights can we answer one last question sure yeah. sure 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 okay. so Julie said uh, I've mm. always wondered how can I work out my own riffs
1: oh. <laughs> wow you 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 can pick a short one (laughs) how do you work out your own riffs it really i i know we've you know i know we've answered this question before but i'm guessing new listener or new watcher um it it really depends whatever strikes you first if you have a chord progression already um that makes it so much easier so if your chord progression is g and c to come up with you know with, with a riff for that, um, you either have to figure out if you're in the key of G or if you're key of C because you can be both, right? right. So say you're you know that you're in the key of G. So that means your riff is going to come from the key of G, meaning you're going to be playing these notes: G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, G. Don't forget the F sharp, very important that one, okay? Um now, knowing that those are the notes, and of course it goes down to Those are all the notes in the key of G. So your riff could come from, you know, from those, uh, from those notes. It can come from outside, but let's just kind of keep things simple here. So, if it's G. So, one two three four, one two three four. Aaron's gonna play for me. We have. So, those are. Notice that all the notes that I played sound really good, you know, against Aaron's G and C. Now you just come up with a, with, with some kind of melody line containing those notes. It can be as easy as one note, it could be as hard as all the notes that we just played. Okay? So I'll play that again. So let's just say G. So can, this could be my riff. as easy as that. Or you can add another note, so. So what I'm trying to say here is just tr- you know you have a blueprint of what notes you can pick from like uh, like i mentioned earlier if you're advanced you can always go outside of that blueprint but knowing what notes is available to you is a huge help so if you uh, if you just do basic music theory to learn about keys and about like um uh, uh playing in specific key that you like playing in you could create your own riffs based on those and then you know like you just kind of add, uh, you know, on top of that, if you already got so, uh, uh, a nice, easy riff, you can add techniques, you can do... So that's me adding the, the bends. Maybe add a, um, a hammer. Or maybe add a pull-off. Or maybe add a hammer pull. Or maybe add a slide. You know, there's all these different um, approaches to it, but those are the notes that are available to you, um, you know, in easy mode uh, to, to create riffs from. Yeah. So uh, you figure out like what key you're in that you're writing a riff for, and then use those notes to uh, to create a melody. Yeah. That's I, that's it.
4: Yeah, I actually do it backwards or yeah. like for songwriting and yeah. stuff, because I'll come up with ideas like <laughs> in the shower or something yeah. and then get out and I have like the riff in my head. Yeah. yeah. And I sing it, but I don't know what key or notes I'm singing. <laughs> so I have to sing it, and then I take out my ukulele. And as I'm singing yeah. it, I have to play along and then figure out, like, oh, I'm singing in G or something. Yeah. I, 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 like, I don't understand my own voice. But, like, that's a way, too, is, like, you don't need to necessarily start mm-hmm. with, like, chords and stuff. If you have, like, a riff in your head, just like uh, we were talking mm-hmm. or earlier, we were talking to Mike. And it's like, if you have a riff in your head, just get it out. Like record it on your phone or something first. <laughs> yeah. And like before you forget it. Yeah. Before yeah.
3: you forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
4: then oh. you can always come back to it later, right? Like oh, yeah. and you can be like, Oh, okay, yeah. it was actually yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. It is I mean it's
1: that's uh that's the next level up, I think. I think it's easy, yes, if you already have chords down and you're writing stuff to it. But that like kind of just like figuring it out like kind of uh, dry without you know without you just going yeah if you're like a beginner trying to like yeah
5: in fact that's that's how I do it usually Cause but I'll, yeah, like, I'll, I'll you have just, chords and then I'll yeah. just like hum something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. when
4: I, I try to like sometimes when I try to write thinking about scales, mm-hmm. I feel like it comes out dry and it sounds like mm-hmm. a scale, I'm playing a scale. Mm-hmm. So that's where I have to like step out of it and be like, uh, like uh, hum it or yeah. think about it like as like, okay, well, I'm not really a singer, but like if right. I try to sing something, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so i mean however you can get inspiration to hit you like that's that's it if you're inspired by like something that you can't get out of your head if you Mm -hmm. already have you know but if we're talking riffs i'm guessing you already have like some kind of chord progression to write a riff to um yeah but that's that's the easiest approach if you've never done it before i would suggest just finding two chords and writing a riff to those two chords yeah Mm -hmm. to keep it keep it simple
5: k-i-s-s right Absolutely. Yeah, keep it simple, Sam. Like <laughs> if you're using the term riff, that's yeah. not like a solo. It's no, not no like it's a, just like a you know, th- it's just like a yeah. little hook yeah. Yeah. like yep. a melod- melodic hook.
2: Yeah,
4: I think that's also another yeah. <laughs> point of it is if you the more riffs you learn is like just the better your library, and not necessarily to copy mm-hmm. it one for one, but mm-hmm. you can kind of be like, I want this kind of idea yeah. or, mm-hmm. or like or that. the feel like yeah. Yeah. or whatever. Riff is. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that complicated or
5: long. as a
3: matter of fact at the beginning it shouldn't be that yeah. complicated.
2: Eh.
3: Mahalo Brittany. Eh. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that, that whole thing is goes back to yet uh, that same point again. Listening. <laughs> uh-huh. You listen to mm-hmm. if you listen to enough and you're doing it for yourself like like we were talking about the tuning thing you Mm -hmm. do it enough and then your your familiarity with the notes will increase Mm -hmm. that way the next riff you try and do you'll kind of hear what that relationship between the chord and the notes are and then you'll be able to find where you're going faster Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and if you hear someone do a riff that you really like you'll you'll hear like the relationship of the notes that person is using with over the chords they're playing Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to Get to there faster than if then if you have no idea how they relate to each other, mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's that's it, right? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was saying all that stuff because I thought we were gonna sign off, but we got a nice, good question there. I, I'm glad we got to uh, squeeze that in because it's mm-hmm. some good information. But folks, we do this every every Monday, one p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. So please come back, you know, and uh, and listen in yeah, be like a be like a fly in the wall and uh, and just listening to the conversations here at ukula on the ground or you'd be a loud fly if you want you could you could ask us questions in the live chat <laughs> yeah, but you know just just hang out with us we're here every monday most of the time with mike sometimes not with mike but we're still fun you know what i mean yeah. like i like mike and stuff but we're cool too you know <laughs> come come even when mike's not here <laughs> but um we uh, we we love doing this thank you so much for believing in us thank you to all once again to all the uu plus subscribers we really can't do this without you and I, I can't stress that enough we can't do this without you thank not you and if you uh, if you want to be a uu plus subscriber ukulele on and sign up for uu plus there boom boom fighting evil by the (laughs) night. and we'll be announcing something in a couple days yeah in a couple days we'll make an announcement for those people who don't want to sign up for UU Plus but do want to take some uh, some lessons from us uh, stick around we'll make an announcement if you're like oh you know I like Altrin's teaching or like the way that he uh that he presents things what is this form thing that he that he's talking about maybe you could teach me how to do some form maybe you could teach me how to phrase correctly maybe teach me how to listen you know <laughs> or to groove and stuff i can help you out with that um yeah and you don't even have to be a U plus subscriber better if you do well, better yeah. if you do. Cheaper if you do, let's just say. <laughs> we'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you folks on Friday for a low Friday live jam. Right, Mike? Absolutely.